G'day mates, my name is Jordan Lewis and I'm going against my better judgement and pitching my voice acting skills to you today for some reason. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Reavive Media Revolution Podcast featuring Noah and Lazy. As an artist in modern times, if you've got one talent, you need to be incredibly lucky to be successful. The market is saturated, my guy. You can create a legendary piece of work and still be slept on like the couch after a fight with your girl. If you've got two or three talents, your chances double or triple respectively. Maybe they increase exponentially if those talents overlap. But even then, you're stretched thin by the need to perform and develop multiple facets while maintaining your cheese grater shreds of shanity. Shanity. Success is still possible. A lot of people do make it on the solo route. It's just too bad that they get ousted early by the others who work together as a team and combine their skills that they've honed for years into collaborative pieces that could not have been done alone. If you think this is bullshit or aren't an artist and can't relate, the list of hats that a solo artist would really have to wear to, to, be, to be successful would be writer, producer, audio engineer, graphic designer, they'd have to be good at marketing, they'd have to be their own manager, um, they'd have to do photography, videography, and just they'll be a regular human being who maintains relationships and is in touch with the world. Name me one person who can do all that. You've seen the credits at the end of the movies or video games. Yes, people do them solo sometimes, but they trade years of their life and countless dollars. I'm going to stop dancing around this fact. You need a team. You need people consistently working for you and with you. A symbiotic, mutually beneficial relationship that pushes all individuals past beyond what they could have accomplished alone. There's a quote which I could only find referenced as an old African proverb. It goes, If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Noah and Lazy exemplify this as the rapper-producer duo that they are, but also in their interactions with others. Build your crew. Choose wisely. What's up, everybody? I'm here with Noah and Lazy. How you guys doing, boys? I'm good. Thanks for having us, my man. Yeah, of course, of course. Thank you for being with me. Tell me how you guys are doing today. Today's been a good day. We uh, just linked up. We knew we had an interview that we were going to head to, so... Got, went to the liquor store by our house, grabbed a, grabbed a, yeah. grabbed a couple beers each. Um, haven't seen each other much with all this like COVID and lockdown stuff. So every time we see each other, it's a nice special occasion. And That's dope, man. You get you guys don't even link up to to work on tracks. You guys do it all online. Like we used to. Like last year, uh, we were roommates, so we like lived together. So we were always cooking up. But since uh, since like we can't link up that much with like everything that's going on and all that we've linked up maybe twice for like studio sessions but other than that it's just like he's sending me beats and then i'll send him my stems back his way for him to mix them up for us that's dope man so have you guys seen any of your other homies like while during this thing or has it kind of just been low-key and you just kind of strictly see each other for business uh it's been like pretty low-key like i have another roommate who also makes music tony hayes he's my cousin um so like i'm i'm with him on the daily um like 
don't get me wrong, like now that things like stage three or whatever that we're in, like things are open a little bit more. I'm definitely here and there seeing seeing people like hitting patios casually the last like three weeks. But I wouldn't say I'm like out out yeah, every day fair enough. saying what's up. Still trying to be a little bit safe for the family. Yeah, but you still know? also trying to make contact here and there. Exactly. You got to network. That's you know what I mean? And yeah, like, exactly. You also, and you also got to have like you need that social life. It's hard to just be locked up, you know? That's the truth, man. Uh, my understanding was that you guys were roommates. I'm guessing that switched up in the last little bit. Yeah, we were roommates for a year. For, um, I moved back in with my girlfriend. And that's Noah? Yeah, I mean... No, that's, that's lazy. That's lazy. Okay, tell me about it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, man, so we lived together for a year. That was great. We had the studio in the basement. We were just cooking every day. Is the, um, is the basement where you guys did the, did the visuals for Youngin as well? Yeah, that's the same basement as the studio. Man, I... Pretty- Pretty fire. I gotta say that video is sick. Your uh, your director Ryan. Yeah, Ryan Leeson. Absolutely. Shout out Ryan Leeson. Fire man, incredible video director. How'd you guys link up with him? Um, crazy story actually. So my like ex girlfriend um from high school. Me and her have been like friends since. And one day she just like headed over, wanted to like she knew me and Caitlin had the studio and all that. She knew we were working on tracks. This was probably like two, two and a half years ago now. Yeah. Um, she just wanted to stop by, see what we were working on. I, uh, we showed her probably like, I don't know, 10, 15 songs. Maybe she pulled up with one of her friends and, uh, basically her boyfriend at the time worked at critical mass with the, which is like this ad agency, right? Yeah. I believe I've heard of it before. So basically she went back her boyfriend after like being at my house i know that sounds weird but don't get don't get it twisted we're literally just friends um but uh went back to her boy went back to her boyfriend's house and i guess him and a group of his friends were kind of looking for some artists to market but we're having the best luck in calgary with uh in in what regard like like not finding people just like yeah or like the people that they were finding not going to name drop any names like the people that they were finding weren't really reciprocating which like me and Kaylin like don't understand at all because the work that they showed us um to like even like vice versa like we showed them our catalog they showed us theirs and i like me and Kaylin didn't understand how our artists weren't really trying to work with them yeah you guys pretty much um, dropped joy yeah That's so crazy. it was basically it was basically like that she introduced her boyfriend and his friends to me and Kaylin and that's literally how we met Kyle, Tyler, and Ryan. Shout out all those, all three of those guys. They like, they like do graphics, videos. They help us creative, uh, direct, like elaborate on all of our ideas that we have. Um, yeah, they're, it's they're de- it's definitely a good team. That's kind of how we linked up. Though, long story short. Yeah, and it's my understanding that it was just uh, Ryan who worked on Youngin, and then your shout out there to. Tyler, Tyler Wong, Kyle Scott, and Ryan Leeson is your your video for Hot Commodity, right? Yes, yes, yes. How do you, so, yeah, how do you Ryan, guys feel about that video after watching it completely? The Hot Commodity, yeah. Like after you saw the video for like the first time, the finished product. Would you? How'd you guys feel? Ah uh, man, it was like basically surreal. Like to be honest, like we all like at the beginning, at the beginning, like when we first went up, they had a bunch of crazy ideas. And, like, me and Kaylin are artists. Like, obviously, we have our own ideas yeah. as well. But it's just, like, sure. when, when, you're, when you're doing a collaborative project, you want to let people, like, you want to let people take the reins. do what they want. Yeah, yeah take their well, reins and, like, do what they want. Are they all directors? Hey, 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 uh, 
So I wouldn't say like Kyle's Kyle's like uh, bread and butter would be graphics and motion. Gotcha. Ryan Ryan's a director, and then Tyler's like graphics and also art direction. Gotcha. So like they they're all kind of like they all kind of play their own role to like helping helping us all out. But yeah, Tyler and Kyle would be the guys responsible for your IG graphics as well. Yes, dude, they are. And sick graphics there as well, man. Yeah, they 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 kill the graphic game, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, basically, like hot commodity, like they had a bunch of like ideas and stuff. And obviously, me and Kalen as the artist, we were like, cool, like let's see how it turns out. Like we just put our faith into them, basically. Yeah. And yeah, like I remember, like we had they came over to the studio like what a year ago now. Cause we dropped it like September, maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, and short, short, no, our commodity that's 2019. Our commodity is 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So like around a year ago, like they came, showed us, showed us the, uh, video. And I remember we were just like having brews. We all like craft beer. That's the one thing that you know about the, that you need to know about the, the one lazy team. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we love craft beer, craft breweries. Are you like sticking to local or are you going nationwide? I mean, uh, locals where it's at, you know what I mean? You got to put on for your, for your locals, but nation, exactly. But nationwide, you gotta, you gotta test everything out. You gotta test the waters. Anyways, we're having beers. Watch (laughs) it. Watch it. (laughs) Yo, I'm gonna touch, I'm gonna touch on that real quick for a sec. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you guys do to complement your your connoisseurie? Or I don't I don't even know what the word for it. Do you guys like have a chart of like your favorites, or like do you guys like keep notes? Trial and error. Yeah, literally. Like trial and error. That's all it is. Trial and error. Like honest, honestly, I'm gonna do another shout out. I feel like I've shout out shouted out like it, five people already. But Alberta Beer Exchange in Sonalta, Calgary, right by my apartment. Yeah, uh, there's lots of apartments, so I didn't heat myself out too much. But um, <laughs> the best liquor store in Calgary. So basically, it's like craft. It's literally just like a fridge, and it's full of Tall Boys craft brewery. So that's how yeah. you literally. That's how you literally trial and error. Like you try out an IPA one day. Kalen's a sour guy. I'm a. Nice. I myself, I'm a. I'm a little bit more of a um, IPA. IPA, you guy. like the, the bitter hoppy IPAs? Yeah, but Lazy's the one that put me on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I started out in the hazy IPAs. The hazy IPAs. Uh, I got sick of it. You know, I got bored of it. So I got into the sours, and that's what I'm running. It's summertime. They're refreshing. But yeah, so uh, we were watching. We, we got ourselves a couple of craft brews. We were watch- They showed us the video. Me and Kaylin were standing up. We let them have the have the seats. We were watching it on our big screen, and I think both of us were literally just speechless. That was our yeah. first reaction. Like, I remember, like, That's you know, crazy, when you're with your man. buddy and someone's showing you something cool and you guys yeah. kind of, like, side-eye each other, you don't want to give them too much credit. Yeah, like, for right sure. You don't build bat, up too like, much hype. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're watching. That's basically you're watching. what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me and Kaylin probably caught ourselves staring at each other a couple times, no being shit. like, what the Doing fuck the side eye, is right? this? Yeah, yeah like, Did holy. They- did they show you uh, anything before the editing process or even, like, clips on their camera while, like, while they were taking it? Like, they had – so they had this one little, like, promo video that gave us, like, a good idea of what they were going to do, but it was complete – it was completely different. Oh, it's like, I think it was when you were changing out. It was like, yeah, it was like, it was no, it was, uh, 
well, the beginning might have been the intro. Like, they showed us me spitting and changing the outfits. Yeah. But remember, they showed, it was like the Prada scene, the red jacket, Montclair. Yeah. And it was like a completely different that, background. Yeah. And like, uh, even just so that yeah, style was, is completely different because the video takes on multiple different styles, which is, which is crazy. And that's kind of what's cool about like them being for critical mass. Cause they like their job is literally like commercials and like ads and things like that. Yeah. So like they just literally like made it basically look like you're flipping through a magazine or like you're like watching a commercial on TV. Oh, do that scene where you're literally surrounded by words and it looks like a magazine that that's the one where I was like, fuck, this is fucking professional as fuck. Like I literally said that out loud. I had to, I had to bring yeah, over my girl to oh, see yeah. it. There's a lot of Easter eggs in that part too. Oh yeah. Is there? I didn't get a chance. I, I did pause it just to show my girl, but I didn't get a chance to read it. I was, cause I, I was doing my research, right? I wasn't going to. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no man. There's lots of, there's lots of little like Easter eggs right. that like still, still haven't really been like caught out. Yeah. But it's it's fun it's fun for them to be there that's cool um, man and so what, you were you guys weren't even in on the easter eggs so you guys caught into those too right well well like they've had they have like they have like an exclusive and extensive access to our catalog yeah so they know they like they've heard a lot of our unreleased music oh, so they have like a little they have they have like a little idea of like where we were at. Yeah, so like yeah. when they were doing Easter eggs, they were kind of like thinking about our future drops and kind of like they were being true to us still. But yeah, we didn't have much to do with them. Yeah. It was all, it was all basically them. That's wild, man. And I, uh, so I, I ended up checking out Ryan's page and I saw you in another video, uh, just a video right before yours. I think it, the the title was OA or something. You're sitting at a bar. Yeah, so that was um, that was right before um, we started filming Hot Commodity. It's this oh, other it right artist. It. So it, yeah, it was like pretty much house. in tandem. Like you guys were doing that at the same time, man. Yeah, he's a house house DJ artist. His name's Oak O A K K from Calgary as well. He uh, basically my like Ryan was directing it they got like a nice grant for that one so that's why they got a bunch of permits oh, and we got man. to use cool locations yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that and you had the whole um, roster in the video too oh yeah and uh so that one was pretty cool um Ryan just like kind of asked me I had like blonde hair at the time and like a mustache and goatee so Ryan just like they had a they had a character idea and wanted they wanted it to be a creepy guy yeah um sitting at a bar yeah I thought I thought <laughs> you I was, killed like, it man, man I could I was like, I can channel that perfectly. Yeah. So basically I did like a night, I went over, got, got some subway thanks to Ryan and freaking, uh, did a, like, yeah, sat chilled with chilled on set for maybe like, ah, uh, I'd say an hour to two hours, maybe three tops and did my little scene met up, met like a photographer that we knew from high school too, which was pretty cool. So like reconnected with him and then went on my way. But the video turned out really cool. It's super cinematic. It's uh, yeah, like it's it's crazy. It's crazy to see what you can do with like grants and budgets and things like that. For real, man, and just the right tools and the right people, eh? A hundred percent. Like the more the like, so it's not really what you know. It's who you know. Like For they used sure, to always man. say they they used to always say that test growing up as kids. But like you realize it more when you're. A little bit older you know here's the thing though is you don't even know who you're gonna know because that that's a connection brought on by a friend of an ex sorry what was it yeah that was yeah it was like so basically met kyle tyler and ryan yeah from my ex-girlfriend yeah, because yeah. 
she was she was dating one of them so yeah gotcha and so is this just based on your uh recently released track that you put out today new main is that is that a recent act? uh yeah you know i've been in a couple entanglements over covid so oh some, okay ha- i've had some i've had some drama so Yo. it's basically what uh, like a recent girl did inspire the title but the the premise of the song is basically just where i'm at right now in life Gotcha. I feel that because when on, on first look, when I look at all the titles of the tracks and then you just drop this one today, it almost seems like it was like one relationship kind of leading up to this. And then the story is going to be continued from that. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a sense, in a sense, like that's basically what it is. Was that the plan? Like like there's retail therapy, which was kind of like getting us into like like I guess you can say it, it, uh, it's a little experimental, but really like a lot of our unreleased stuff is a lot a lot to do with like uh melodies and me more singing not like singing singing but like opposed to just being rapping like there's a lot of melody a lot more melodies in our newer stuff yeah so retail therapy we're trying to kind of introduce that so like when we drop more it's not so much of a surprise and then uh interesting you guys released that december last year right yeah december 23rd of 2019 we dropped that one um but yeah so that was like a three song ep that initially we were gonna save some of those songs for like our from the snow album that we've been working on really hard but uh we decided that they like fit really good together so we just dropped it as a project young and we we just wanted to get out there it's like a one-off single kind of we were sitting on the video for a while it's super like we're super into like growing up like me and Kaylin have been friends since kindergarten but growing up like I was always into hip-hop and I try and put him on it and he was always into like punk rock and like rock and roll and he put me that put me on that so like the the idea with Youngin was just kind of collaborating those two ideas which uh I thought was pretty cool. So we just wanted to like get that out there. And then new main, I guess you could say is definitely building up for our next video, which we're actually shooting on Sunday. Yeah, no and like, shit. Is it with Ryan again? Uh, no, we're actually using uh, 99, not using, we're working with 99 films out of Regina, Saskatchewan, my, my hometown. Um, so, uh, Tony Hayes, my roommate, my cousin, who like he lived he lived with me and Kaylin last year. It was us three. Um, he had a music video last year with 99 Films, and uh, me and Kaylin were just extras. And honestly, we just built like a pretty cool relationship with him. And uh, yeah, I got I hooked him up with a job at like my place of work at the time, so I got him a job. He moved out to Cal- he moved out to Calgary for a bit, and then uh, uh, and then. Uh, yeah, he's that's ba- that, that's basically how the connection was made. Sorry, um, and then uh, now he's back in Regina, but we always wanted to work with him because, like me, we almost built a friendship before we built like a, a work client, yeah, like a like a work like a work relation. Exactly. So um, yeah, we got like a little idea for like what a lot of people that have heard it like like to say like the sequel to Retail Therapy is. It's just one single, but. Uh, I guess you can say, like, yeah, it's definitely, like, a theme that we're trying to work on. Um, and it's cool that you noticed that because not too many people have yet. Man, I'm talking – you didn't even mention Getaway, No Listen, and Reasons. I was even bringing it back to those. Like, since then, it almost seems like a cohesive story leading up to right now. And I don't know. Do you, do you feel me on that? 
Yeah, like that. That's definitely like every like me as a song, like a songwriter. Like I was told when I was young, when I first started started uh, started making music and things, um, a good songwriter is basically just a good storyteller. I so I pull you. from like I I pull from like all of my situations that I've been through. So like some a lot of the a lot of the times they're regarding females. It's not just one female. Sometimes it's like from multiple situations that I pull yeah, from. So gotcha. like that's how you them. that's exactly because I feel like that's how you're gonna make your song a little bit more relatable to those people that don't know you. You know what I mean? So it's just like you could pull from the one situation, but you could pull from multiple, and you could probably have a little bit more of a story. That's so dope, man. So do you kind of so, do you kind of like interweave different happenings and make it like one cohesive kind of like relationship mentally or like for sure. And that's, I think, why like like why there is kind of that theme there. Like and like that's even kind of like mine and Kaylin's theme that we've been going for from the top. Like is it's from the snow. Like that's like our going to be like our first album, first mixtape. Yeah. When does that drop? Like, it's just like the culture that we're hopefully next year. Next year. We, we're just trying to, hone, we're just trying to hone it down properly. Like we got, we got a couple tracks. I'd say like, I don't know, 25 tracks, oh, God 20 damn. tracks Holy fuck. to like, to like pick from, but like, we want to, I don't know. I want to go like another month of like cooking up Yeah. and then, and then really hone it down for the next like, six months and then drop it are the 25 tracks all in different stages or are they all kind of done uh i'd say like they probably need a master maybe a final mix but they're Uh, all pretty close pretty close that's sick yeah you just gotta decide what to what to include in the project right yeah which ones but basically that's the culture that we're trying to like create in a sense is just like we come from calgary it's cold it's lonely it's dark but there's still lots of cool things popping off here you know what i mean so it's almost a cool thing to be from like that cold dark city so like that's why i'm like that's like the acronym that we kind of took like fts from the snow like just the identity yeah yeah. that's sick was there something else that you were gonna say before i interrupted you there i can't recall I don't, re- I don't remember what it was yeah, about. Yeah, okay, it's, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to listen to Noah and Lazy's track, Youngin'. Stay around. 
on the internet I've been in the getting bands since a youngin' All I ever needed was to make a little money Need a chick to love me Even when I'm acting up I need everything I want So I'm never letting up Got a lot on my plate But I've never felt better Feeling less cold When I rock my Kenzo sweater Got an open love letters Cause I'm busy chasing cheddar I always got that drip on it Don't matter about the weather So Noah, before you got heavily involved in rap, you were you were uh, passionate about photography, modeling, and fashion, and I'm sure that that's involved in your your career still to this day. But tell me a little bit more about that before you got. Uh, I don't know. Are you, are you? Would you consider yourself kind of a full time rapper or artist in that regard? Or uh, I'd say that's like the full time goal, a hundred percent. But yeah, so basically, like I started rapping like grade seven. I'd like try and write raps and like recorded my first song grade six going into grade seven because like my big brothers and cousins were always in the studio back in Regina and I'd always like go back and visit in uh like during the summers and things like that so basically like I always wanted like since like even before that like I wouldn't say it was a musician but like in elementary school like I wanted to be like a WWE superstar which is basically like having the spotlight on you still and then when I got more more musically inclined because like me and Kaylin became closer friends and things like that um, I knew that it was like poetry and things like that that I was good at because I was always good at writing throughout school and things like that. Um, but yeah, so like I'd say like junior high, I was still kind of like trying to make my own raps and things like that. And then like right around when high school came, I kind of just like, switched my focus a bit. One, I played football for like 10 years. And so like I was focusing on that um, more than... Did you say 10 years? Like from like, yeah, from Adam, first year Adam, all the way till my last year, grade 12. So uh, um, so I was focusing on that during high school a little bit more. And also like a, one thing that I feel like a lot of rappers don't realize is it is fucking expensive if you don't have like an in-house producer. Like if you don't know someone that can make your beats, like you're spending $300 to lease a beat for like 300K streams. Like why put like all your like, hard work like your all your bars that you've like written for like been saving up for how long into that like you know what I mean I feel like it never I feel like it I feel like it doesn't pay off enough so like and like Kalen always wanted to like make music so he started producing and basically when he he was like teaching himself how to be a producer um I got into like other hobbies because I was just like I wouldn't say waiting on him but I wasn't gonna go spend three hundred dollars on a beat with some random when my best friend since kindergarten is learning how is learning how to make good beats and then eventually we could just go 50 50 right so I'd say for, for sure. like that oh, so the plan was there so I'd say for like I'd say for like the good I'd say for like um for like three years how long were you like fucking around making beats like three years yeah probably two three Three years i just kind of like found a new hobby which i thought would also like work into like making music like i was like if people like my pictures and like me on instagram for just for what i post when i drop music maybe they'll be a little bit more inclined to like it so um yeah my ex-girlfriend at the time same one that actually hooked us up with like the team um was into like amateur photography so me and her would always just go out shoot take photos things like that i worked at nordstrom at the time so 
I was like always getting, yeah, I was always getting different clothes and things like that for not retail, still not, still expensive, but like not retail. So, um, it was, it was good. You know what I mean? So I got into that for a little bit and don't get me wrong. I still, I still have a niche for like going to take photos. It's probably like my dad. I feel like it's my dad. Cause all my siblings on his side do the same thing, take photos and everything. Photography. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Okay. Like, not even photography, bro. Just like, like to pose for pictures and things like that. Uh, just like, hey. like to put on the fits and like get in front of the camera. But, um, yeah, don't get me wrong. I still like to do that. And that's probably why I like to like, make write music and like come up with music video ideas and things like that um but now i just i just know what our goal is type thing so it's a little less of that and a little bit more in the stew cooking up writing up a track or something that's still dope man so in in those two three years of you uh doing that or dabbling into it did you notice your progression definitely like i i like my like even still like i have to definitely be in the mood for it but even still to this day like i love uh like shooting like street photography street portraits things like that like i can't i can't just wake up and want to do it but i definitely got way better from the beginning to the end and like now say i want to go shoot like i'm i'm pretty confident things will turn out not too bad but um so like yeah i definitely i definitely feel like it helped and like going forward like eventually like obviously our team's going to be busy and things like that it's not a bad craft to have for when you need like uh press photos and things like that like i could easily just like shoot ourselves for real yeah you do it yourself that's awesome man i dig that that's sick i got a couple of questions for uh, mr kaylin what's going on what's up man uh, so well we talked about your your history with uh rock and uh, i think it was metal right yeah man i uh, i it, mean i like all is, types of music but, yeah uh, did you did you begin that from a production standpoint or was that just like from an enjoyment no like it's just growing up my family and everything um my dad was really into like rock and roll and metal and like my grandfather he's a big influence in my life he uh he's really into like old classical music and stuff like that so i don't know i've always been around music growing up i uh started playing guitar probably when I was like 10 years old or something um yeah like my sort of my inspiration was just like seeing rock bands on stage and just sharing their like art with everybody and having everybody go crazy for their music and i just i don't know i remember uh going to the club when i was 18 and just being upset seeing guys on stage or the djs and just being like man i'm just another person in the crowd i want to be up there you know what i mean so that's when i really was like yo we're gonna start producing like noah said i kind of taught myself um i never went to like school or learn anything i just i mean everybody learns off youtube right yeah you wouldn't be the first person I've interviewed that to say that, that's for sure. Yeah, man, like free education, right? <laughs> that's for real, man. And honestly, you get to learn at your own pace. You get to consume as fast as you want. And if you were doing it for two, three years straight, I'm pretty sure you were probably pretty focused. Yeah, and that's like the biggest thing, consistency. Um, like, you know, I, I've obviously had, your life happens and you and you can't always be making beats and stuff. Yeah, but, uh, you fall off for a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like for the most part, it's just like anything. You know, you put your mind to it, you stay consistent, work hard at it. You know, I mean, you just, it's that's the good. natural state. Yeah. Anything, anything you do is considered practice for it in the future. So, yeah, man. Uh, your background in guitar, though, that probably helped you working with uh, FL Studios probably quite a bit, eh? You probably got a pretty decent history with music theory. Music theory, no. 
No, no not even a little. <laughs> so no, what, no, when you no. learned to play guitar, how'd you do that? Um, uh, you know what? Like, it's just power chords. Just learning power, power chords. chords. That's where I started. Hey. Started yeah. playing along to songs. You know, I, I took a little bit of guitar lessons, and uh, he was teaching me chords and, like, how to place my fingers, and it was no fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I remember one of my dad's buddies taught taught me this Green Day song, and uh, ever since then, I just learn a song, play along to it, and I get better, and then just keep learning harder songs. I just, you know, you get better as you play. For real, man. And so you started dropping uh, your uh, productions on Instagram around 2018. Is that when you kind of felt comfortable to release your music, or am I missing something from before that? Well, I kind of, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I didn't want to release... Like, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into things that people don't see, right? Like, um, it's like planting seeds and, you know, you reap what you sow. So just a lot of shitty bees. <laughs> um, you know, and a few good ones came out of that. And, you know, and I was never big on social media. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not like anti-social or anything, but I'm more of an introvert, I guess you could say. Yeah, that's uh, totally fair. Which I think that's why me and Noah get along so well. We just, we've like Noah said, we've been friends since kindergarten. We've just, we've always had uh, a pretty dynamic relationship. So we had a band in grade six, actually. <laughs> no for way. The school. Yeah. That's hilarious. So I knew one day we'd really uh, do something special, but... Do something yeah. musical? Wait, so it was you and Noah that had the band together with some other boys? Yeah, so we were like, I mean, we went to elementary school, high school together. Yeah, yeah that's um, crazy, man. Six. It was like, we just did cover songs. We just covered crazy. some songs yeah. in, in elementary and... Uh, I played, Noah, I played bass. Yeah, no played bass. Yeah. That was good times. That's but, crazy, um, man. We, you know, I mean, we never wanted to work a nine to five. We wanted to live like an exciting life. So <laughs> so on your beat drops on uh, on IG, you had your boy Noah supporting and commenting and tagging almost every post. You guys already, I know you guys already planned to start dropping music together. Did you guys, did you guys already know that you'd like be at the spot you were, you are today back then? I mean, no, I mean, I'm, I, I could never really foretell what was going to happen. Yeah. I just knew that's why you know, we kept working at it. Up, but when yeah. I started posting, um, I was never really into social media. I remember I started getting good at making beats and, you know, some of my homies were like, yo, you should post your beats on B-Stars. Yeah. Um, you ever end up doing that? Yeah. So, like, I was like, okay, I got to get a, like a social media account going. So let's post some <laughs> instrumentals just for some content to post. Yeah. Um, and some of those instrumentals Noah had rapped on, um, we never released any of them, but it was just, it was just, yeah, I mean, to start an Instagram account, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah, man. So, but then the BeatStars thing, I, uh, I don't know, me and Noah, we're like artists. I, I didn't really want to be like a beat salesman. Not that there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I respect other guys, you know, out there hustling. For sure. But I think it's pretty cool that we're sort of making our own sound and doing our own thing together. It's pretty unique. And uh, Oh, dude, it's incredibly unique. I think it's absolutely, it's, it's dope, man. One of a oh, kind kind that. of thing. Yeah, and you, we've already talked about some of the benefits of being in a rap duo. Like you, you save some coin by like just being there for each other and filling in what the what the other person's missing that make a complete track right oh exactly um, do you guys find do you guys find any limitations from working as a duo um you know what sometimes Noah will be like yo i need to beat like this and then it's a new challenge for me yeah and uh so it's pretty fun that like you know we're not like we've worked with other people we've definitely collabed and i've taken ideas and learned some things yeah but it's fun to put our own spin on things and that's dope man i don't know do you find any limitations when it comes to beats i 
me personally when it comes to creating in general me personally i feel like i got the best producer in canada like, hey. if i'm being 500 honest like if i go on yeah. beat stars and fucking i'm i'll be on there for five hours i'm not gonna find a beat Looking whereas like yeah. lazy i might maybe don't get me wrong sometimes i go through like five and i'm like ah but that's just not what i'm feeling at the time and then maybe two months later i'm like oh wait what the fuck how did i not rip this one or like something like that so i feel like there's not that many limitations because he's talented enough that yeah sometimes i might have to be a little bit patient but if i explain to him what he what i want he'll 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 get it for me and he'll put his own twist on it too interesting so is that usually kind of how you guys operate like you you're looking for a vibe and then he creates it or is it kind of vice versa sometimes you guys kind of work in tandem and go back and forth i mean like besides the three the last three months we would like the thing that was so cool is i would he know would be in the studio with me and i would just start on a melody or something and he'd be like yeah i'm feeling that you know or no that ain't it and then Oh, you know, just based on how we we're feeling at the time, I would just create a beat with him right with me. And he would start writing even before I created the drums. So, you know, like what, oh, how do you want the hook to be? Do you want the hook to be hype? Do you want it to be mellow? Right. Like, so to be able to do that with each other and build the beat with his lyrics and how he wants to come at it, I think um, it's something pretty special. I agree, man. I agree wholeheartedly, especially because like we're talking about how expensive that shit is when, when it comes to revisions, especially like most producers won't offer you more, more than a handful of revisions. So you can't get that accurate sound, but you guys get to get it sounding exactly, exactly both of the way you guys want it, which is pretty dope in my opinion. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like if I'm like, yo, maybe halftime the beat here or like maybe chop, chop, like chop the beat there, cut my vocal, yeah. like, you know and what I mean? Yeah, do all yeah. like, and even what what's cool about like the situations of us like not being in the same place, like we can still link up every now and then and he can show me his mix on the song that I sent him. You know what I'm saying? And then I can be yeah. like, oh, what if I had an idea? What if you did this here? Like, what if you did that there? You know what I mean? So, yeah, you still throw notes back and forth. And you can still do that, which is like, yeah, if you're working with the producer over over email, like, one, how are you going to show, unless you FaceTime them, like, how are you going to show them exactly uh, where, like, what you want? You know what I'm saying? Whereas, like, when you're with that person, like, there's, I feel like, zero limitations, you know? That's for real, man. You guys are in a very rare position knowing each other from kindergarten, though. But like, the chemistry you get from that can't be replicated otherwise. I don't see a way for it. Uh, I was going to ask Kaylin, though, uh, your your history with rock and metal, did that play into anything with the in the music video for Youngin, where you guys are just, like, kind of raging in the beginning? Did that kind of play a role into it? I was just kind of wondering that. Yeah, so it, it did, definitely. Um, yeah, it was I'm sure sick, you noticed man. I, I wasn't... Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, um, I'm sure you noticed I wasn't in Hot Commodity, uh, so... It was Strictly Noah, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't Strictly Noah. You guys, I'd have to pull it up again to actually remember, but... No, I wasn't even there for the shoot, unfortunately. I just oh, uh, hey. had other things going on, couldn't be there. I feel you. But for Youngin, yeah, like, it's... Uh, I wanted... I mean, Hot Commodity was very professional, very produced. Dude, it screams professional. It's crazy. Right, and... Yeah, and uh, so, so for Youngin, we kind of want to contrast that. Like, it's... Like Noah said earlier, it was a sort of a fusion of sort of hip-hop and rock that high energy like metal like headbanging yeah. mosh yeah, pit yeah. Touch. um but he's rapping over that right so yeah for the video like definitely inspiration from like 90s grunge and stuff like that i just wanted to be super grungy super like like ryan did it in one take 
we didn't cut the video once. It was all like just a one take video of just us kind of expressing the amount of people you guys had. How do you how do you guys orchestrate that? Because didn't you have like five or six of your boys back there? I think it was like eight of us in total. Eight or nine in total, and basically, I think we ran through it nine times. I think nine times only. And I don't don't quote me. I don't know which I don't know which one he used, but I feel it was like the seventh or eighth. Take. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, basically he, he, he did a good job of directing us of like what we were supposed to do and what areas yeah. kind of to like where we should go. So we did like a practice take of like kind of running through it. And during the practice take, one of the extras actually got cut on one of like the boards in our basement and started bleeding nah. everywhere. But since that happened, all the other nine takes went super smoothly because everyone knew where not That's to shake crazy. your head. Not Wait, to move your head. Yeah, yeah it, was, no, it wasn't even the first oh, take. Okay. It was like the practice take just so people could oh, like know where to like, yeah, do like yeah. what I'm was going on and things like that. And yeah, so. Um, just mayhem, yeah. Yeah, is what we I wanted. Mean, I thought it was dope, man. So people, you know, just. We like versatility. We know we got retail therapy and then we had youngin. So our shows will be fun. Come out. Yeah, I believe it. And you you guys aren't uh aren't shy of shows either. You've got five under your belt. Is it five? Yeah, five. five. Yeah, it's five, yeah. Five. I've got I've got Neverland, Koi, Rec Room, and Sate. You must have done one of them twice. Koi or Neverland twice. Yeah, we did yeah, Neverland, Neverland twice. twice. What's Neverland? It's like uh it's it used to be a hotel, but then two artists bought it and rent the suite out to other artists in the city and it's basically just like a big like, yeah all the hotel rooms were turned into studios so you basically no they were doing like uh it was like an art open house. open house right and they had live music going on so they were uh, we were fortunate enough to be invited twice to do how did you guys hear about that Tyler, one of our graphic guys actually has a studio there so that's where he goes to like spray paint paint things like that and yeah, we got in with like uh, another musician that's there named Trey. Uh, Trey, and he was putting on the shows and stuff. He heard some of our stuff, and yeah, he wanted to. He like asked us to if we'd like to perform. It was super last minute our first time, but it was just also felt organic because it was the same day we were releasing Hot Commodity. Did you um, drop that track during that performance? Yeah. Well, so it was an open house studio that day, so we we uh, premiered the track on YouTube after our performance in Tyler in Tyler's studio and then it's like just ran the track on replay kind of all night well because like other people like pop in and things like that but yeah you guys premiered the video hot commodity in front of people uh yeah like it was on youtube so like we premiered the video like and whoever like came out to neverland we like after our performance we're like hey we're about to premiere hot commodity like come into tyler wong's studio blah 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 went to do that and yeah we premiered it for the first time and pro- in front of probably like what 12 15 people and then, oh, and, then, was that? and then people and then people like came in as uh as the night went on but man the night uh it was good actually like it went pretty good um it was cool seeing people's reaction firsthand so it was definitely surreal were so. you guys half watching the video, half watching the reactions? Oh yeah, like I was probably, I was probably watching the reactions the whole time. If I mean, <laughs> you probably seen the video like twenty times well, before. I, you know? Exactly. Like, but, Wait, repeat that last part. I it cut out. I said like twelve times exactly. 12 times? Right? Yeah, I feel you, man. It's it's a solid product. Uh, well, listen, we're we're about hitting our mark here. Is there is there anything you guys want to talk about or or mention or just say to the audience or literally anything? I mean. We have two singles coming up. 
for the end of the summer slash beginning of fall. We have one oh. called Blurry that we're going to drop hopefully in August if everything goes well. And then we have Crimea River, which is the video we're shooting on Sunday. And we're hoping to drop that like around my birthday time, which is September 26th. And then in October, we have like a collab project actually with Tony Hayes. So those are kind of just like the newer the newer things that we have going. That's sick, man. You guys are booked in, eh? Yeah, and you know, I just want to say we appreciate everybody who supported us so far. And we got a lot more to come, so just hang tight. That's dope, man. And again, I appreciate both of you for joining me today, man. No one lazy. You guys have been great. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks for having us Of course, boys. Of course. All right. Take care, homies. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed that, everybody. And if you want to follow Noah and Lazy and find out more information about them, your best way to do that is to go to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Noah and Lazy. That's N-O-A-H-A-N-D-Y-L-A-Z-Y. We're going to listen to their track, New Main. Lazy. Told that girl that I can't do games. Told my boys that I need a new main. Swear she changed when she heard all the music. Got a feeling that we're really about to do it. Couldn't take it. Really hate the thought that we might make it. Now she's switching up on me. She can't be the one to watch me leave. Always said that it ain't guaranteed. All I need to see That jealousy spoke loud to me I need to get up on the road to where I need to be Still haven't looked back Got sick of living check to check It got hard to flex Cause I knew I needed more Never thought that I'd be this way before Get texts that say I miss you I wish I didn't do you wrong I wish things could go back to But please don't put me in a song Told the boys I need a new main Last one had me going insane I don't think I need a wedding ring No more things haven't been the same as before Ain't looking for a girl to try and change me Last one didn't, I ain't been the same G Now she all I wanna rap about If I see an old thing, she's all I ask about Need to move on to the next For me, I don't know what's best Always end up in relationships But they never know what the situation is been petty, but they still wanna watch me. It's like they tell their girlfriends they still got me. But they up and well, I'm focused on these projects. They want drama, but my fans want me dropping. Never had a problem unless you have problems. Tell me if you got them and we can get to talking. Always with my dogs, but we worry about the profit. Always in the stew, trying to make the next song hit. And now I see my homies doing great. And that's a feeling that you really can't replace. It's been a long time. But it's worth it now, I think we all really know our purpose If I'm honest, I could kill us if it works out I just wanna be alive if we come about From taking different routes to living through droughts Only chasing goals and never listening to the doubt Couldn't be upset if she leaves me No, I found the one that really needs me Told myself I'm done with the seeking And gotta prove I'm worth keeping Same as before, ain't looking for a 
girl to try and change me Last one didn't, I ain't been the same G Now she all I wanna 